Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I am here with my wonderful husband, I'm saying that through gritted teeth, whoa, Kyle. Whoa, 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 <laughs> what, what happened? Why, why are you gritting your teeth through that? Well, because every time I actually give you a compliment, like say you're awesome, amazing, wonderful, you're like, what do you want? Well, I mean, you do have ulterior motives. I have ulterior motives when I do things like that. So, wow, you know. there's never just a compliment. See, listen, what's there's a TV show where they t- debate this. It's like there's no, it's, it's Friends. It's one of yours. Is where Phoebe says there's no, or Joey says there's no true unselfish act, and Phoebe right. tries to prove it wrong. So, right. you know, I'm just being honest. Like, yes, I care genuinely about just complimenting you. But, but I, might, I probably have ulterior motives as well. Well. Is it ulterior or ulterior? All, with a U. I like to think of it as ulterior because it's, it's all-encompassing. Like, no, it's not like an alternator in your car. So. Oh, look at you dropping references to things I didn't think you would. I know what an alternator is because mine went out when I was in college. Wow. Well. So, A little bit of everything here. Here we are. Cross country. This is an exciting meet, Kyle. Are yes, you excited? I'm excited because it's the pre-national meet. That's so it. right before we get to the big guns, the big... The so big runs, the big we everything. We're the, we're the, what's, what's right before big? Like medium size, I'm not, moderate. I'm not understanding. Where Instead you're of going like with this. the big, the big race, this is like the almost big race. The almost big race. Yeah, so, that's kind of what we said. That was a little redundant. We're there. Just to be honest, <laughs> we are talking about the FSU invite or the pre nationals meet. So we already did the FSU invite as our. Second meet. Correct. Back in September. So we moved so, we went from Alabama to Florida to Indiana. Now we're back again. Back in Florida. Typical. Perfect you know, time to be We like back to spend a lot of time in Florida for all of our track and field and cross country needs. So mm-hmm. here we are again. It's perfect. And time. they'll go again for nationals. So basically, they should be well acquainted with this, if not with the, this course. The course or area. For sure. Is it called a course? Yes. Is it, or is it a route? A course. Or a country, like is this You know cross- how they call it, like, cross-country courses? That's fair. That's fair. Have you ever heard it called a cross-country uh, route? I don't know. Just... What the heck? We've been doing this show for so many years, Listen, and you call it a cross-country route? I am the layman of this show, and I, I'm speaking layman. for everybody else who's trying to get invested in cross-country, trying to understand this, and sometimes we, we look stupid when we're trying. Well, <laughs> here we are. So this was at Appalachie Regional Park. Okay, so for any of you that are listening that have not gone to do this, go look up this park. It is fantastic. It is perfect cross-country running. It's got hills. It's on grass. There's not a lot of switchbacks. It is the absolute perfect cross-country course. If I could get to Florida, I could probably run this in two days. Now, again, remind people what switchbacks are. You know, where you do a loop, where you go back and forth and you run the same the, thing. The point just... where you redo something. Correct. It's like yeah. you run down the street and then back up the street. I don't like switchbacks. We've been here before. I won't get on that soapbox again. I like all new courses. I like all new terrain. I like, you know, you can have a few tiny little switchbacks. I don't like loops. 
Nothing of that. That is not cross country. That would be outdoor track. Now, random question. Just, you know, this is where my mind goes when I see things like this. Is this near Apalachicola? I know this is in the FSU invite area. Because look, Apalachicola. Get on your phone. Google things. What is that? Is that a drink? No, Apalachicola is a nice beach town in Mm. Florida. It's like east of, if you're looking at a map, obviously, you know, straight on in a map, it's East, yes, uh, Panama City, I believe, kind of getting further down the panhandle. A little so, bit further from Tallahassee, I think, as well. So I would bet that's... not one of the things I know. I would bet that this is probably in that region, because that's that can't be a point. You got Appalachia and Appalachia Cola. I'm going to say you're... I thought I would get a laugh on that, but it didn't work. Probably right. I'm just more baffled. You know, I do not like being proven wrong on my show. Well, so. it's, not, it's not about being proven wrong. It's just proving that you have no sense of direction, which is a miracle that you were a cross-country runner. But also, <laughs> no, I didn't know you were going to ask some random fun fact from 1972. So how could I have prepared for that? A date to attached to that. <laughs> well, I just added one. All right. But is that Appalachian oh. Regional Park? And familiar course, so obviously this is perfect for being the pre-national route. Correct, because obviously the cross-country, the NCAA cross-country championships are going to be on this course. So this was a really competitive meet, obviously the most competitive meet that Auburn has competed in this year. Um, they, They competed, Auburn competed in what was called the Garnet Races, FSU, Garnet. Garnet and Gold, yep, yep, yep. So the Garnet races were composed of eight runners, max, from each team, and there were 32 teams. So Auburn sent, let's see, five men and seven women to compete. So they had a pretty good showing. So I guess, do you know if Garnet was better than gold or if you don't have any information on that? I mean, sometimes we... So when I looked up results, I'll be quite honest, there were only Garnet results. Interesting. So, I, I don't. Well, and we've talked about this before. You know, you'll have open invites yes. where anybody, high schoolers, can show up. And so, I'm assuming that that was kind of it after because the men's race took off at 7 a.m. Yeah. And the women's race was like, what, 8 or 9 o'clock that same day. Yeah. So, I'm assuming there were probably high school events later. And that the, the gold day. might have been some of the other yeah. events like that. Yeah. So that's what I would assume here because... You know, let's not, you know, mince any words here. Auburn has done a lot better in recent years in cross country, but they're still not elite as of this moment based off the results alone. We've got some elite runners. Correct. Talk about them in a second. Correct. But so we could make the inference that maybe they were in the lower group, but it doesn't sound like there was. No, because all of the teams that competed were. The upper echelon. That's wow. Great way to say that. I don't bring much to the table, but I bring vocabulary. I am proud. So. For, let's just go ahead and kind of start talking about it. So for the men, you know, I, I mentioned that they ran the 8K, it started at 7 a.m. Um, There were 40 teams that competed and almost 300 runners. There were 299 finishers. So is, I think there were probably six or seven others that started that didn't finish. Is this the most that we've had this in season. a single race? Um, Probably not overall, but this season, definitely. And I want you, I'm serious when I say, I want you all to go Google the images Start. from this race just i mean the first of all the amount of spectators was incredible and it's kind of that thing that you want for right. every cross country race like i don't i wish people who aren't invested in the sport could see how exciting it the sport actually is right. it makes you all want to just go out there and be like Forrest Gump and go for a little run well but... and think about this too i don't know if it was planned this way i think i find it hard to believe they didn't plan this out 
But this was during uh, fall break for a lot of people, and a lot of people go to the beach in Appalachia Park, I'm sure, is near Appalachicola. It's near Tallahassee, which is too far from beach areas. So this was a great like opportunity to put it in a place where people can show up and have an excuse to go do something else except go to a cross-country meet. Right. So if that was done by the marketing team, well done. I mean, you could be right. I have no idea. I highly doubt that you are, but, you know. <laughs> Jeez. Our life. Vote, vote of confidence here for your co-host. <laughs> so, all right. You want to talk about the men's results? Yes. Wow. What a, I mean, I'm just still baffled by 299 runners. I know. With our five guys. Remember the five? Uh-huh. Five guys. The burgers not, and fries. Not sponsored by this podcast <laughs> But yet. we'd be happy to we'd be. We'd be happy to be. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of the 299, there were five, obviously, Auburn runners, and normally you only have uh, five that score for you in any event. Uh, let's start off from the top, work our way down to the bottom. We got Tommy McDonough leading the way, finishing with a time of 24 minutes, 22.4 seconds. His PR, we'll talk about PRs in a second because I know that you want to talk about that. He finished in 120th place. Ryan Kinane, he finished with a time of 24 minutes, 34.8 seconds in 144th place. Carson Bedix finished two, uh, 25, four, 20, wow, Kyle, mm. 25 minutes, 14.4 seconds, 227th place. Jackson Thomas finished 25 minutes, 21.0 seconds, 239th place. And then Cooper Atkins finished in 25 minutes, 21.2 seconds, and then 240th place overall. So, Woo. yeah, I was about to say, you need to take a breath because I think you've bobbled a few of those answers. But That's fine. It's all right. Here we are. Five men from Auburn, five PRs for Auburn. I know, it's incredible, isn't it? So, absolutely insane that every male athlete that ran for Auburn got a PR. Mm -hmm. And on Auburn's website, the track and field and cross country website, the the article posted said that Carson got his PR by more than 46 seconds. So, it didn't say anything about everybody else's PR. So, but I'm assuming everybody else's PR was really great too. But it doesn't matter. Even if it's a half second better, a PR is a PR. And that's why we're here. Those are the kind of things I know Kyle loves the, you know, getting them in the top. 50% 50% of the I, I'm for the, and, you know, excuse the, the term, but sexy things like, you know, oh like the medals God. and, and, you yes. know, that type of stuff. But I know that's, and I'm here for the self serving, you know, prophecy, I guess. Like, I want to get the PR that it doesn't matter if there are other runners out there or not. I'm just, I'm still blown away that you just use prophecy like you're a prophet or something. Okay. Well, like you said sexy. So here we are. Uh, here we Our are. podcast is just going downhill. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash e2c network to join the e2c network booster club. 
You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Here's what I want to talk about. I want to give the shout out to Carson because we have seen Carson, I think, been he's been in the scoring finishers Mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. single time, but he's been towards the back part of the, the score, so fourth or fifth place. He launches himself up this time, not just in his PR, but into the third position overall. Because yeah. we've been talking about Tommy. We've been talking about Ryan Kinane. But he puts himself in a position to be a real, you know, linchpin for this group going into nationals overall. And you can tell not just him, but everybody else got gave everything they had here Absolutely. to get their absolute best time before you get to nationals. So, and it is so interesting to me. And this just tells you how tightly packed this race was. So you had Ryan come in 144th place in 24 minutes, 34 seconds and change. And then Carson finishing 40, 40? Yes, math is hard. Mm -hmm. Less than 40 seconds later and came in 227th place. So almost 80 people between those two positions. Like that's insane to me. 80 people in 40 seconds. So that's a person every half second crossing that finish line. Right. And that's, I think when people look at placements and they hear 227th out of 299, you're like, oh, well, he didn't finish that great. But then you look at, Wow. No, but really, when everybody's winning. finishing in a half right. second of each other, that's bonkers. And then you look, and so, okay, Jackson and Cooper finished within 0.2 of a second of each other for 239th and 240th place. And those are the kind of things that I love. You know, as a previous cross-country lo- runner, I, I needed that encouragement from my peers. I needed that somebody to push me along. And I know Jackson and Cooper did that for each other. Um, and I'm sure Tommy and Ryan started out together the same kind of thing. So I, I'm just really excited for this guy's team. I think they've really stepped up the five PRs. I just can't imagine the joy on all of their faces that day. I just, that's kind of the perfect day that you hope for. Right. And I think this is one of those times where you kind of not push aside the team aspect of it because in, in all honesty, they finished 36th out of 40. It's not great on paper, but you saw a lot of big wins here, whether it was Carson whether it was Tommy and Ryan continuing to lead the way. Yep. You know, there's a lot of exciting things to be happy with with this performance leading into nationals from these yeah. guys, especially the fact they all PR'd. I, I just, I don't think you can understand. My heart is just so happy that every single one of those guys got a PR. Yeah. That's what I knew you for. would be. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I even acknowledged and said, we just, hold on, just hold on, Jessica. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay, so let's move on to the women because we have a lot of good things mm-hmm. to talk about here too. So the women ran a 6K. They placed 29th overall out of 30 three teams and they had 762 points and for their race there were only 243 runners so a little bit less than the men let's start off with joyce camelli you're you know one of your favorite athletes i mean how can she not be everyone's favorite athlete I by know. the way shout out to joyce got honored at the auburn georgia game on yes the she did for her championship of last season yep Got a big round of applause. Well, well-deserved honor to Joyce. And I think we're going to get to honor her a little more this season. You know, this is only her second race this season. Right. So Joyce came out with the fire blazing in her feet. So, And remember, she won the whole thing last week. She did. That's right. So this is, you know, on top of that. That's true. So again, 243 runners. Joyce placed 10th. 10th top 10 finish out of 243 runners like right. i don't think people understand like that is a huge freaking deal it is 10th. a big deal so she ran in a time of 20 minutes 10.9 seconds 
for a 6K. That's absolutely incredible. So just really excited that we had somebody top 10 finish for either team. I mean, that's, I have no words. I mean, I just, I expect this out of Joyce now. So, you know, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, she did what she was supposed to. I expect it, but I am never not shocked because it is such an athletic feat and it truly needs to be honored and recognized for how amazing of a runner she truly is. Well, and not take anything away from our athletes other than Joyce, but she is and, you know, has the easy argument to make that I'm a world-class athlete. I mean, she yes, was she vying is. for spots on national teams for the Olympics. And I'm sure everybody else here, you know, will one day do that if they haven't done that already, if, they, if that's their desire. But Joyce is already doing that. Yep. Absolutely. So moving on, we had Presley Weems. She finished second for Auburn. She finished in 190th place in 22 minutes, 21.0 seconds. Then almost right behind her, Sarah Pacer finished in 193rd place in 22 minutes, 23.8 seconds. Samantha Rogers, exactly right behind Sarah in the 194th place in 22 minutes, 24.6 seconds. Then we had Louisa McPherson finishing in 214th place in 22 minutes, 54.1 seconds. Then Hallie Porterfield getting a PR in 23 minutes, 12.3 seconds, finished in 222nd place. And then Hannah Thus with a PR also finishing right behind Hallie in 223rd place with a time of 23 minutes, 12.9 seconds. Now, Hallie and Hannah weren't part of the scoring overall. They weren't, but you know who they remind you of? Cooper and Jackson from the guys team. Yeah, yeah. So finishing literally one place different, 222nd, 223rd, and 0.6 seconds different. So obviously they are pushing each other along, both getting PRs. You know, just because they don't score for Auburn doesn't mean they don't score in my heart. Oh, my gosh. So, that was a win. Listen, I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but that was just the worst thing that you could have ever said. (laughs) It was so cheesy. I I love dad jokes. Well, that's, that's, yeah. Here we are. So, back to, you know, the five scoring women. So, Joyce, Presley, Sarah, Samantha, and Louisa. Have any thoughts? I mean, I love seeing that Presley, Sarah, and oh, Samantha you, were just... You took it right out of my mouth. I mean, yeah. those three together. And, you know, that I think that's interesting because it's... Again, we have already addressed it. You know, Auburn's not competing for a national title this year. They might be competing for an individual national title. We don't know. I mean, Joyce could do it this year. Correct. You just never know with her. Uh, some Someday she's just like, I'll just take a top 10 a day. And the other day she's just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to get the whole thing, you know? And then I'm going to be honored on the football field again next season. I don't know. I'm just going to go out there and do what I can. Maybe, maybe I'll go do that. But, you know, here's the interesting thing. If, you know, Presley, Sarah, and Sam can do what they did as a, you know, as a group, if they all are in, I don't know who's all made the field and stuff for nationals right. and stuff like that. But if they're to, if they're all in it, if they can do that and get up a little bit higher, it makes you wonder with Joyce leading the way, how high in, you know, fine in nationals as yeah. a team could the women go? Yeah. It's a, it's a good question to think. Now, I'm not going to say we're going to, top 10 finish because we finished uh 29th out of 33 here i think we could do a little bit better though personally i definitely think there's opportunity to improve yep but i am really happy with how they did overall i think i think you know their coaches are really happy just an overall good performance from where we could be i think you know and not this is not wrapping up the season yet or anything like that but it is just such a short season but i think the way you would categorize everybody's performance as individuals and some team this year solid across the board yep. with some nice surprises I like that you know it was it was kind of like you know oh wow like, every time we did a show look at this what's happening here it's like everything brownies you know you get a brownie and you're like mm, this is a nice bite and then there's some cookie in it and you're like 
Wow, okay, so that's is, a surprise. I was like, she said, everything's brownies. I was like, did she just have a stroke or is that a name of something? Well, it's quite possible. Okay, I, you know, listen, uh, if you want to <laughs> compare that to food, that's fine. I'm just saying, I think, you know, like you said, it's great all the time, but sometimes there's even better surprises. So I, I'm not going to argue with that. That's Thank you. That's, that's a good plan. <laughs> It's been a weird day. It has been a we weird day. We probably shouldn't have podcasted tonight. Ah, you know, it probably makes it more interesting for uh, people. No. Or they will never come back again. So uh, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope you'll come back, though, because we will be back in a week and a half now for the SEC championship meet. Yep. They are going to Columbia, Missouri, um, October 29th, and that will be the 2021 SEC championships. I can't believe we're already here. Now, remind me, have we ever been to Columbia South? Or it's not... Uh, I know from Missouri right so I'm gonna go with no because I maybe didn't know that that place was a cross-country mecca I well I don't I wouldn't call it a mecca see I remember this too and this isn't the case always um, for other sports but you see this a lot like for instance football the championship stays in the same place every year but for basketball they've made it a habit every so often of rotating it right uh, to different and so for conference stuff and you see this somewhat for track and field too you know they tend to always go out to oregon for the outdoor championships that's true that's true but i think they've rotated indoor between like arkansas yeah between clemson between some other places as well that's so you. this is probably one of the cases maybe they don't have the best setups but auburn hosted sec championships when you remember that was like three years ago you're exactly right so this is just okay. a rotation so hey listen I, it's probably gonna be a little chilly up there but well, it's only October 29th. It actually might be really good weather. It absolutely could be. I'm just knowing myself that if I had to run, even if it's like in the low 50s, I'm like, eh, better not for me. Oh Back gosh. in the bed. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been quite the show for us. So we hope that you will come back to hear our SEC Championship Review, War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.